This is Steve Center, Lonely Guy with a Book. Today we're going to go back to my world-famous top 100 favorite book list. We are slowly but surely making our way through. Soon, you know, like in two or three years, we'll get to number one. Today we're going to be reading about and discussing The Nightingale by Kristen Hanna, published in 2015. I have read other books of Hannah's, and she's a good writer. But I was trying to think of an, of an analogy for this. Imagine you've got a friend who is a pretty good guitar player. He plays and he has a lot of fun and maybe even he plays in a little band and they tour and, you know, and, you know, they're in front of small crowds, two or 300 people. You've got a little fan following. And then one day he writes stairway to heaven where did that come how did that guy do that and hannah writes good books it's it's not like this is the only good one she's written but it is so much better than all the rest of it. and like i said i'm a fan I, if this book didn't exist i would still say i liked Kristen hannah and her writing but the nightingale is so good and so special it's just it's just remarkable that the stars aligned and she wrote this nearly perfect book so our protagonist we have two, they're sisters, Vianne Mariak and Isabel Rossignol. They are sisters, and we will follow them through World War II. Then in the backdrop, there is an unnamed narrator. I'm going to go to the summary from Wikipedia. The book tells the story of two sisters in France during World War II and their struggle to survive and resist the German occupation of France. It was inspired by the story of a Belgian woman Andre de Yogna, who helped down Allied pilots to escape Nazi Germany. There are things that we can be looking at going into this book. One is, it's a not uncommon technique. It's not my favorite. I, I kind of find it unnecessary, but it is the idea of framing a book. This is where the first chapter has some kind of setup. Again, an, an unnamed narrator or a person meets up with other people and tell us the reader that they're going to tell us a story. And it turns out as you go into chapter two that the story had nothing to do with chapter one except for the person who's going to tell us the story. The second to last chapter they will finish the story and then in the last chapter we'll go back to that narrator or that character and they will wrap things up. And so the idea is that the, the actual story itself is framed on both sides with something that sets up the story. Probably the most famous example that I can think of is Heart of Darkness, which is a very good book. In the first chapter, you meet a guy and he says, I mean, things happen. He says, I'm going to tell you a story. Then he tells us the story of the Heart of Darkness. And again, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, I guess in my reading, I've tended to think of that as kind of an unnecessary and not a particularly helpful trope. But in reading it, as you can tell in the case of The Nightingale, if I was somehow scoring a book on 1 to 10 or whatever, I, it wouldn't take any points away. But it certainly wouldn't add any. This is World War II historical fiction. I've mentioned World War II before. It's really nice because we have these large, we have these large kind of points that act as markers of demarcation. And so when things are happening in 1940, we already have an idea of the backdrop of what's going on in the world in 1940 and with the war. And then as we go into 41 and 42, and when you get a book that actually the time span lasts all four years, you know, four to five years, then 
You know, it really gives the author a lot to play with. Historical fiction's fun, and World War II is a really handy backdrop of historical fiction. Now, as we read The Nightingale, we will be overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. It is hard to read the cruelty of the Nazis. Authors are not able to say things creatively that the Nazis did that are worse than what they actually did. So all one has to do to talk about how awful the Nazis are is simply describe them. The thought that that's real and happened less than 100 years ago is pretty startling. And I think the World War II historical fiction also gives us, you know, I've talked to my kids about this before, and I, I don't think they really get what I mean when I say this, but one of the important reasons to read literature is because it allows us to decide how we would behave in situations through the actions of the main character or obviously through side characters, but you know, particularly the main character. So when we are reading about things that the Nazis do, we're able to put ourselves in the mind and in the place of the protagonist and you know, what would we do? How would we handle that? And hopefully we have, gosh darn it, I'd be strong and I wouldn't give into that. And maybe would because people aren't good at doing that in 2022, we have a rise of Nazism in the United States, which is hard to imagine if one reads a book like The Nightingale. One doesn't read, then, I mean, unless you're going to go to Germany and walk through the concentration camps, we become really vulnerable. And in this book, we will be introduced to the heroine that is the Nightingale. You will come to learn why she is such a compelling character. And how satisfying was the ending? Really, really good. If you have a book that's World War II historical fiction, you are not going to get everyone out alive. People are going to die. If you need a unblemished happy ending, this is probably not the book for you. If you need a book where real conflicts don't occur and real people don't have to make decisions and suffer real consequences from terrible things, then I would definitely stay away from The Nightingale. For myself, that's a lot of what I find appealing and why I loved the book so much. My overall rating and recommendation, five stars. It's number two on my top 100 list. My recommendation is get The Nightingale. Anything you read by Hannah is going to be very good and you'll really like it, but the Nightingale is so special that when I finished it, I felt really lucky I'd had the chance to read it. This is Steve Center, Lonely Guy with a Book.